Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo. here with you on a Tuesday morning. We are so glad to be with you here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get your podcasts. We want you listening to us. We appreciate you tuning in, especially our servicemen and women out there and our medical personnel across the country. We want to give you guys a quick reminder, by the way, if you haven't already, start following News Mississippi on Twitter and on Facebook. They are keeping you up to date. With all the latest information about the coronavirus, everything that you're getting, you know, from the state of Mississippi, all of the press conferences stream live on Super Talks uh, and News Mississippi's Facebook page. Whenever Tate Reeves speaks, you can watch that live. So give them a follow on Twitter and on Facebook today. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Churn and Spoon, they're going to be back soon. I could feel it. That's that's my optimism. I'm not worried about sports. I'm not worried about anything. It's one ice cream. Can taste. It. I have I have that gift card, and I, I it's, it's right, right there. It's, it's right, right there on the desk. I want to use it. Got to wait. Yeah, I've I have exhausted mine. Yeah, and it was it has been exhausted for quite a while at this point. Well, thank I, you, I, thank you again, Stark Vegas Brown. <laughs> there you go. If you're listening today, well, if you are listening, and you want to get that uh, extra boost this afternoon. Head over to <clears throat> excuse me to the Strange Brew Coffee House, the drive-through window on the Highway 12 location, or you can go to the um, University Drive location and get to the. Uh, the walk-up window there, wherever you are, they will take care of you uh, when you get there. A lot of good stuff headed your way if you make that that decision, which is a wise decision, in my opinion. Joel, I, I, Joel will I, probably I, concur with me. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've been to Strange Brew. Probably, uh, I, I, I'm not embarrassed about how many times I've been, but it would probably shock people if they actually could see the figure. However many times, whatever that number is, mm-hmm. Not once have I pulled away thinking, you know what? I shouldn't have stopped. Not right. one time. Right. And that's yeah. not. I'm not saying that because they pay us to say it. No. I'm telling you the truth. They don't pay us to say that. They pay us to say the other stuff. That's true. That, that was a heartfelt testimonial. All right. Well, I'll get you guys shopping at collegecornerstore.com. Keep yourself in maroon and white while you're quarantined. Keep yourself looking good, sharp, brand new hats, T-shirts. Unlike above. some people who we'll talk about in a minute. No. Oh. That traded in the maroon and white. Anyway. <laughs> you know, like the too big maroon and white shirt, and underneath the too tight orange and white shirt. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Never mind all that. Uh, just keep keep it maroon and white. Keep it uh, at College Corner Store. Get yourself something new. When we head up back up here, when football season starts, you want to have that new polo. They got you taken care of. A lot of great stuff. MSU, they got some of the vintage stuff, the old logos. They got the M over S. All that stuff is available to you at collegecornerstore.com. Also, our good friends over at Advantage Business Systems, 45 years in the business helping you do business. Long-standing relationship here in the state of Mississippi. They are a local business, which is what we want you guys doing business with. And right now, when you're trying to get that virtual office set up, when you're getting your employees set up for remote office work, for all that stuff, 
These are the guys you need to call. They can get the devices they your employees need into their home office. They can set up business technology needs in this new working landscape. Give them a call today, toll-free, at 1-844-833-6245, or just check them out on the web at absms.com. Advantage Business System, helping your business do business. You know, Joel... The podcast game is a fickle one sometimes. Sometimes you, you finish up your podcast at, what, 1 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. You're ready to put your feet up and uh, have uh, the rest of the day to self. And then somebody decides they just want to up and leave <laughs> in the middle of a quarantine. Supposed to shelter in place. Well, he didn't get the word. <laughs> and as you all know by now, uh, Vic Schaefer is the new head women's basketball coach at the University of Texas. Praise the Lord and hook them horns, he now says, which, in my opinion, is a punch right to the gut of every MSU fan that ever supported uh, Vic Schaefer, of which there are a lot of angry ones uh, today. Let's just start at the at the most prevalent question, Joel. There are sometimes a coach leaves, and it, it unravels quickly. Mm-hmm. Is this a situation like that? TBD. I mean, I hate. Uh, that's to, very fair. I hate to. I mean, it's probably bad pod to not have a hot take there, but it is. It's TBD. Who do you hire? You know, if you the the first thing I, I ask myself is somebody like Johnny Harris. Mm-hmm. Could she just kind of keep the train rolling if you elevate her? Now she's, you know, been Vic's right hand woman for years now. She may right. be wanting to get the first plane over to Austin too. I, I don't know. But, I mean, there are hires that you could make because this is a job now that, I mean, it's on the level, if you, if you looked at this at the, in the college football landscape, I mean, this is a, what, is it in, is it in like an, an Ohio State level job in women's college basketball? Like, is it is it that prevalent now i mean you're talking about a team that has played for a couple of national titles now well, in the last not, three or four years don't, don't even look at it that way don't look at it that way look at it in terms of what can you pay a coach and mississippi state show they can pay a coach two million dollars a year so that puts you at the very top tier yeah you know uh vic schaefer has shown that you can recruit elite talent to startville uh, he has done it year in and year out a new coach should be able to keep that kind of, of pipeline of talent <clears throat> coming in uh, and it's going to have to, obviously, to keep the same sort of results. A new coach is going to be excited by the fact that he's going to walk into a big, uh, a, a good squad. You know, it, uh, now he's going to have the task of keeping everybody on board, or she, or she, the new coach, going to have that task. Um, but there's a lot working in Mississippi State's favor to put a good coach into this position. And I think what we learned from the football coaching search is that. You know, don't scratch any names off. I think, you know, obviously, I don't think Geno's coming. I don't think Don Staley's coming. But that's really where I'll sort of draw the line. After that, the only person I'm saying is not coming is Vic Schaefer. Well, Mitchell has kind of said he's not coming. Well, Nick Saban wasn't going to be the coach at Alabama yeah. either. Tommy Tupperville, you had to get him, you out, had to get him out of the pine box. box yeah. right? coach, coach, if I had a nickel for every coach who said, I'm not taking another job, and then took another job, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. I'd be on an island somewhere with my feet in the sand wondering, Corona what? I wouldn't have that on this one. The only island. Corona you would have would be it's, in your it's hand. the ice cold one on that I'd have by me. <laughs> so, I think that you, you mentioned Matthew Mitchell, you, Johnny Harris. 
But then, you know, and our friend Robbie Falk put together a very good hot list. There's no reason that State can't go after a guy like Kelly Graves at Oregon. And and if I'm Graves, it might be the time to sell high on that. You know, you've lost, the, you're, you're All-American. That team probably not going to be as good as it was last year. Maybe it's time to get out while the getting's good there. Um, you know, State's going to be able to approach just about any coach they want and offer, you know, a very good salary, a raise for almost everybody that you're, that you're talking about. You're going to supply them with a roster that is loaded with talent. A Final Four caliber team. Yes. You're yes. going to be handed that. You're going to be handed the key. For all we talk about with Moorhead and what that, that 18 team was, this team is better. This, this, the 2021 women's basketball team is better. They are a it national has a cha- chance to win a national championship. They're a national championship. You know you're walking into a, a, a situation where you have incredible fan support. And I think, I think that that will remain, you know, assuming the results are, are still good. Lot to offer. So, you know, it, it, the, the, the loss of Schaefer is tough. Because Schaefer is, in my opinion, the third best coach in women's college basketball. I know other coaches have national titles and he, don't, he doesn't. But for my money, only Staley and Gino were better than him. Um, so you're not going to improve there. But you can, you can do good. You can bring a good coach in. And even a guy like Matthew Mitchell, who has not had the same kind of success Schaefer had at a bigger program, I think if you put him in the right position here at Mississippi State, could, could, could achieve those results. The problem is this, for perception standpoint, and we, you know I love perception here, uh, there was only one thing left to do, only yeah. one rung left to climb on the ladder. So, I mean, if Matthew Mitchell comes in here and goes to like four Elite Eights but never makes the Final Four, you know, he sort of judged against what Vic Schaefer did, which would be unfair. Because four Elite Eights would be a fantastic. Well, you're in that situation where you got to be the guy following the guy again. Yes, you are. Or the girl following the Or the girl the following the guy. So, you know, that, that's, that's tough. That's tough. I, but I, the thing you have working in your favor, I think, is with Mullen, people sort of expected him to go. And people supported Moorhead, but it wasn't, that, it wasn't out of spite. There's going to be some spite with this one. There's going to be like, I want the new coach to do better than Vic Schaefer. So I think early on he'll have a ton of support. A ton of support. Now, I want to come to the point where Brian, Uncle Brian has to lecture a little bit. And this won't be the first or the last time I've done this one. Hopefully I'll remember what I want to say. But you, I want you to continue on your, your But this is, here. I want to say yet again, here is another example of why we don't have fans, we have family, is a marketing campaign and nothing else. Right? I have said it before, I will say it again, everybody in that athletic department would sell every last fan down the river for an extra dollar. And that includes the coaches that get on there and beg you to come to games and beg you for your support and thank you, this, that, and the other. At the end of the day, they're just guys and girls that have jobs and they're looking for better jobs all the time. All, everybody, they're no different than you or I. If, if they find a better situation... They're going to leave. Now, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. All we see is he's gone to Texas. He might not have got along with John Cohen. He might not have, you know, felt like he might have felt like he had plateaued, even with, with what he's bringing back next year. He's like, I don't know if I can do it again. I don't know what's going through Schaefer's mind, but I know he got a, a raise and he got to go to his home state to coach. And that's a pretty good deal for him. And Leach, Lamonis, Howland, Ricketts, Ginger Brown, Lim. Matt Roberts, I can't name them all, but they would all leave Mississippi State in a heartbeat. Garrett Schrader, Robert Woodard, Rowdy Jordan, 
they felt like they'd get a better deal somewhere else, they would go. So just remember that. That's why it hurts so much to lose the coach sometimes. But it shouldn't. It's just a business. This is a business. It's, it, I, people, I don't know that I would, haven't watched the Godfather. I don't know that I would include every player in that. I would. I am telling you right now. And here's why I say that: if Garrett Schrader could find out for sure he could be the starting quarterback at Alabama next year, he'd already be in Tuscaloosa. Okay, maybe, maybe, yes, but I'm saying like you said, Rowdy Jordan, for instance. It made me think of Jake Mangum, who turned down six figure offers in the MLB draft to come back for his senior the year. The rarest of birds. I mean, one in a million. Yeah, I mean, I think by and large you're right, but I, every now and then, with on the player side anyway, you may find a, very rare. But I do think from an administrative coaching side, in a single one of them. <laughs> the thing with Vic Schaefer, though, is we don't have fans. We have family. He was he was really good. Really, really, really good at making you buy into you that. You see why he was a good recruiter. Yeah. He recruited, he recruited fans the same way he recruited players. I mean, when you went to a Mississippi State women's game, it was like Vic Schaefer was everybody's favorite almost a grandfather kind mm-hmm. of deal like like everybody was kin to the man like yeah. he he he's sitting there it did feel like there was a community slash family something about that women's program under his tutelage yeah i agree with that and, and that's what i don't know who you can hire that can replicate that i don't know that it's replicatable to be totally honest with i don't you. know if replicatable is a word but it is now we just made it one it may be a word i don't know it's that's one, our, I, that's one of, that I'd have to look before I, I it's wrote. Part of our thunder vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, this is what made Vic Schaefer a great recruiter, great salesman. You know, he he sold to you. He gets he gets plenty of coffee. He's a closer. So the fact you know the fact that he was able to recruit 16, 17 year old girls to play for him and sixty five to seventy year old grandmas to come cheer for him, it's all sales. Yep, and that's what Vic Schaefer is, and you know. He got a better deal, so he moves on now. That's why I think he'll be successful in Austin. But that's I will be shocked if they aren't playing for national titles in the next five years. Completely shocked. Because that program, you know, when he took over Mississippi State, they were probably the worst team in the SEC. Or if not worse, the, one of them. Texas made the NCAA tournament two years ago. You know, they had a, bad, they had a down year this year, and by down year I mean they won 19 games. So, yeah, they're going to be good mm-hmm. very quickly. MSU, there is going to come a day if things go according to plan where MSU and Texas will have to go head-to-head and Vic Schaefer will have to face Mississippi State and we'll see where it takes us. But that's going to happen. Yeah. So if we had to bet right now who's the head coach at Mississippi State next season. Oh, gosh. I, I haven't caught up on uh, my good friend and co-worker Robbie Falk's latest uh, postings on this. He, he's more in the loop on the on the women's team, of course, than I am because I don't – I didn't really on under my umbrella. I just kind of, I get to kind of just watch the women's team more than cover them. Um, I almost feel like if Johnny Harris would take it, and I think she would take it if you give her the the right amount. But I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the route Cohen would go because I do think he would cast a bigger net than than just that. I think he would he would shoot for. Uh, Graves, I think he would shoot for a humongous fish, but I've just seen how big of a role that Johnny Harris had had in this whole environment and her the way that that players got better under her coaching. I kind of maybe maybe this is just 
a little bit of homer coming out, but I, I kind of like the Johnny Harris move if she's interested and, and State's interested. And I don't know what the interest level is both ways. But So I think I would, I have, I would I say – You have to imagine she's super interested. I would right? think so. Um, I don't think it – I don't know. I'll say her just because I'm, I'm not convinced that – you know, would Graves come from Oregon or, or somebody else? I'll, I'll say Johnny Harris. Johnny but, Harris feels like absolutely the best choice for short term because she would probably keep the team together and can coach that team to a lot of success in the next two, two, three years. It's it's what is she is she a long term answer, a program builder, a person who can keep what was going going and maybe elevate it a little bit? Can she? T- the problem with this again, there's just not some, there's just not enough rungs to climb anymore. What's left in terms of, you know, what does this team, this program have left to do? But to dethrone South Carolina as the dominant team, uh, you know, win a national championship. That's basically it. So can she be the one that does that? That's going to be the question that John Cohen's going to have to answer and see the plan that she puts together to do that. Um, I would say that she's probably the favorite right now, but when we, you know, when we left John Cohen on. I don't remember what day, January 3rd, and walked out the door, who was the favorite to be the head football coach and who ended up being the head football coach. Yeah. So I would say we needed to take from John Cohen yet again and say, you know, let's not, we're going to hear a lot of rumors. Let's wait till we hear from him. Not that we won't dig and look for stuff, obviously, but he's, he's the one who knows the answer, and we'll have to see, uh, see what that answer is in, uh, probably in the next couple of weeks or so. So, can't wait for our virtual Zoom press conference with the new head coach. Yeah. How weird is that going to be? Really weird. Really weird. But that's the only way to do things now. Um, not not ready to move on yet. I don't know if you were about to move oh, on. Oh, I was about to move on, but if, you, if we need to hold on for a second, go ahead. Did, was this handled well from both sides? <sighs> no. It doesn't feel like it. <laughs> as I said on, uh, on, on, on Sports Talk on Monday, there's no good way to break up. There's no way the idea of a, of a mutual breakup, let's still be friends, it doesn't exist in the real world for the most part. You know, a very rare, again, sort of that rarest of birds kind of thing. It is completely odd to me that there was no thanks or mention even of appreciate all Vic Schaefer did for the program for in, in that, Cohen's statement. Yeah. That was odd. That's odd to me. Schaefer, you know, didn't say anything until his first statement through Texas. Um, and as Tyler Horker sort of pointed out, there's no way that the timelines add up. He had taken the Texas job and everything prior to letting the team know he was leaving. That 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 happened. So again, there's just no good way to do it, especially right now when everybody's quarantined. It'd be one thing if everybody was on campus and you could yeah. just sort of figure it out. But the, the the logistics of everything we're going through right now, I guess, just sort of made that impossible. And I do agree that it was weird that in, in the MSU statement there was no. We thank Vic for his, you know, service. They thanked Moorhead. They thanked Mullen. And then the statements they made after they left. Well, at least in Moorhead's case, I mean, it's pretty easy to thank him because you actually did the yeah, canning but, there. But in you, Mullen's case, they th- yeah, they thanked him too. So It's just odd because, it is odd. In, in my opinion, and I think we've said it on this program, he is probably the greatest coach in school history in any yeah, sport. Yeah, And to not – I don't know. It's not the Ron Polk situation again where Ron Polk got mad, kind of. Yeah. But I just think that maybe I'm just a guy that I don't like a ton of conflict and I just wish it could have ended on better. Yeah, but it's uh, just not possible. Way. It's just not possible. It's not possible to say I'm leaving for another job 
and everybody go, oh, okay, well, you know, thanks so much. We appreciate everything you do. I mean, if Texas came to the hump next year, uh huh. Let's say that happens. Let's he, say in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, he he will get booed. Yeah, and I. Just, it, it actually would probably be sort of like Gary Irvin kind of situation. He it would be ugly. I think. <laughs> I mean, that's just how that's how life is, man. You know. Aren't you rooting for that for Texas? Yes, one hundred percent. Oh my gosh! Me? You kidding? NCAA tourney for rounds for, for one our, and two next year in the hump. For from from our perspective, yeah. If if somehow state is like the three, and they're the six, oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm in charge. I, I'm in, I'm I'm for that. One hundred percent. So, uh, let's move on over to our next topic, and that's brought to you by our good friends. Over at Welcome Home Beef, we want to remind you that if you've got to be quarantined, the best way to do it is with USDA Prime Beef. Grain-fed, locally sourced beef processed over at Mississippi State University, another local business that wants to take your business and keep you eating good while you are socially distancing. And, of course, they'll bring your order right out to the car. No need to get out. No need to, to do anything except place the order. So, 662 618-2021 418-2021 or go to facebook.com slash welcome home beef and place an order. I talked to them today. I asked I asked this very simple question. Do you have short ribs? And their answer was yes. They have short ribs, yes. So there's gonna be, I think Brian's uh, cooking day on Saturday. I think we're gonna do some short ribs. I'm excited. I like beef. Especially when it's, you know, the best beef you can buy. Well, Brian, do you know what? Tell me. It'll just taste good. You're right about that. So <laughs> all right. Joke's on you, Vic. Uh, you could have stuck here and got a good steak. From Welcome Home Beef, instead yeah. you. Now you are the steak. Yeah. You're a longhorn. Hey, <laughs> so. nothing from Texas, but you know what? Never mind. Ah. Uh, transfer portal. Mississippi State's exes live in Texas now, I guess. <laughs> at least one of them. I don't, I don't know about the other assistants. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, well, I would imagine at least imagine one. At least one. Blair yeah. Schaefer's had it that way for sure. Um, transfer portal. Another uh, Bulldog enters that. Brevin Jones, redshirt freshman, offensive lineman. Not a name a lot of Bulldog fans are probably too familiar with. A late addition to the signing class. Not highly rated, but a depth guy. A guy that you know might have found his way into the de- the two deep at some point in his career. Um, people are going to obviously attribute this to the Mike Leach tweet. And I would imagine that, much like Fabian Lovett, I would expect him to use that as the reasoning for leaving and probably be able to get immediate eligibility as a result of it. But I think it's very important to remember at this point that if we could go back a couple of weeks before all this all this happened, and I mean beyond the, the tweet, I'm talking about the virus and everything else. When we're talking about spring and summer and everything else, we were talking about attrition. Yeah, We were talking about, you know, this roster is going to get trimmed down some. That there's a lot of players that don't fit what Mike Leach wants to do. And those guys are going to have to go. Now, Fabian Lovett was not one of those guys. Mm-mm. His departure is unexpected, and that and it's a, it's a hit to the depth chart. There's no question. Brevin Jones is not one of those guys. He is a guy that fits the first. He's a, he is a guy who fits the idea that maybe he doesn't, just doesn't fit what Mike Leach wants to do. I expect three or four more guys to go. And I expect all of them, when they're asked by the NCAA, to say, well, I felt like my coach did something racist. And, you know, it's not true, but what are you going to do? you got to say what you got to say to get immediately eligible, and I get that. So I expect that to happen. I mean, I expect another quarterback to go at some point. Keaton Thompson or Jalen Maiden, one of them is going to go. I feel like that. Or even Garrett Trader. One of them is going to go. 
And then, you know, I expect, you know, maybe a tight end to go. I mean, you got too many of them on the roster, and there's not really a position for them anymore. Um, there's, just, there's just guys that are going to want to go. But attrition was going to happen this spring before Mike Leach tweeted anything. So I guess my message to everybody is don't get so wrapped up in that it, people are leaving. We expected people to leave. And they're going to say what they want to say to get eligible. That's just how that goes. But don't, don't look at it as some sort of mass exit. Now, look, if we come out here tomorrow and Kylan Hill has decided he's out or Errol Thompson or any you know, of, of your starters, Malik Heath says, no, never mind, then, then you have a problem. But there was going to be some attrition this year. It needed to, ha- to happen. You had a little bit too much dead weight. You got to get some of these guys out who don't fit what Mike Leach wants to do, who don't fit what Zach Arnett wants to do. And once you figure that out, everything's going to be okay. So just just keep that in mind is what I guess I'm trying to say. Don't don't give in to the idea that Mike Leach is running these players off because of what he's doing on social media. Mike Leach is running some players off because they just don't want to. They're just not going to play for Mike Leach. Simple as that. Is that fair? Yeah, very fair. I, I don't have a ton to add to that. I think you summed it up pretty well. But you know, you take the Mike Leach tweet out of the equation. If you could somehow erase it from your mind as though it never happened, I mean, there's still a very good chance that. We're talking about Brevin Jones transfer yeah. today, and it, it, I, I mean now Fabian Lovett seems like seems like it, it seems it's, it's like related. there was a little bit of a it's related, yeah. But this is one, and, and there's probably going to be some others that they would have happened regardless. Yeah, and, and, and so I don't. I think most people that closely follow this program understand that. But um, if you're one that just kind of checks in from time to time, it's nothing to freak out about. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. So, you know, in the next few few weeks, for sure, we're going to see some more names. Just, just go ahead and prepare yourself for that. We still owe y'all a positional break now. We're not going to do that today, but this week we need to talk about the safeties. And we still have special teams to look at as well. So still some football talk to do. Tomorrow, though, none of that. It is the rumblings, and it is our national pastime. It is all baseball. Players, coaches, managers, games, history, movies. Anything baseball, video, Anything baseball video games. Related. Yes, we will talk about it on tomorrow's ballpark food. If you want to tie in a little ballpark bit, ballpark food is fine. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's an acceptable stadiums, you know. Yeah, things of that nature. We will talk about it on tomorrow's edition of the Rumbling. But we got to so. get home tonight because now there's a curfew in the camp. Well, maybe it's just me because you actually live in the city limits. I'm yeah. I'm like a stone's throw from the city limits. Yeah. So but you got that you got that that letter though. I do, I do. But so we're okay. I just I wonder. Joel if and I are, are, are officially camp. essential personnel. We are essential. Yeah, people got to have their podcasts. Dang right, get we, that. So and uh, so yeah, I wonder if uh, we got a sheriff's department person sitting there by the county line just waiting on Joel T to get home. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm going to call Uncle Brian to bust me out of the slammer if they take me in. Well, I, I know a few people up there. We'll see what we can do. I don't, I don't think I'm going to – I don't think I'm going to – it's not going to be like when uh, Arthur Morgan showed up trying to get Mike out of that jail. I promise you that. <laughs> I got a former uh, a, a former teammate from, from back in the day that's on the Sheriff's Department. So maybe, You'll be fine. Maybe he won't You'll be fine. You know, lock me in. So, all right, guys. Have a great uh, Tuesday. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.